That's fine. It's just three easy questions. This is the Adopted Mom Podcast. Adoption may look different for each family, but we need solidarity from other crazy people who took this leap. And that is what we do here. We encourage, we build up, we share the wins and losses. We lean on each other and we get through this together. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Adoptive Mom Podcast. I am Alex Fitton, and this is episode 14 of season one. That means there is one more episode left, and I'm so excited to share my story with you all next week. But like I said, today we're going to be asking three simple questions to a whole lot of people at the 2017 Project Zero Gala. Before we jump into some of those answers, you may be asking, what's Project Zero? And that means you haven't been reading the show notes for almost every single episode because I talk about this amazing nonprofit in so much of it. But instead of me telling you what Project Zero is, how about you take it from the founder, Christy Irwin? I am happy to tell you, Project Zero is a 501c3 nonprofit with one goal, and that is to have zero kids waiting in foster care to be adopted. And we do that several ways. One, raising awareness by doing the statewide traveling heart gallery. Uh, Two, by building hope and waiting kids through monthly events, through just interaction with them and getting to know them. And three, by helping connect waiting kids with the right forever family. Not just any old waiting family, but the right waiting family. Goodness, she is awesome. And we'll get to hear more from her later in the episode. And get excited because we're going to do a whole episode with Christy Irwin in season two coming in early 2018. Now, let's jump into some of the answers to those questions I was talking about. First off, I wanted to know why people were even there. Uh, I have a friend that works for DHS, I believe, and he's really involved in the adoptions, and so they invited us, and we came to support them. Uh, to support Project Zero. To support Project Zero. I love um, anything and everything about children, and we want to adopt children, and so, yeah. Um, we are actually here tonight um, for a couple of reasons. Um, obviously, the main one is to raise awareness about adoption in the state of Arkansas, um, but also we've invited other organizations um, to come in to kind of give everybody an idea of who they are going to work with if they decide to come into this foster care um, crisis and help us with the needs that we have. Um, I'm here to support Project Zero. I think what they're doing is really important. Secondly, I wanted to know how all of these different people from all of these different backgrounds were all impacted by the same thing, adoption. Because I'm the grandmother of two adopted children. Uh, My mom was actually adopted when she was five. And so that's amazing and awesome. And I love it. And I would love the opportunity, if we ever get it, to adopt. You know, we have to become Americans first. (laughs) Uh, We actually found our daughter through Project Zero. So, yeah, we we found her through Chris Irwin, the director of Project Zero. After that, we went down to Little Rock, met her, and we ended up adopting her eight months later. Nice. And we've had her in her home for two years. That's a tough one. I think getting out there more about what the ways to adopt are and the differences. So, like, telling your story is awesome because it's definitely not the way we think adoption goes, but it's an amazing way to do it. Uh, we've been open to adopt for a year now. Um, Shane and I um, wanted to both adopt 
prior to getting married. And so it's just always been on our command to take care of orphans and widows, primarily the orphans. Awesome. Um, well, it hasn't directly yet. Um, we haven't adopted yet. We have four biological children, but we are definitely talking about it. Um, but I've always had a heart for adoption. And so when I heard about Project Zero and what they do, I thought I'm going to jump in and do it. And so I would say, though, that from the time I started my position to now, I think it's impacted my life a great deal in the relationships that I've been able to um, build with these kids. It's kind of crazy the time that I get to spend with them and the bond that they have so quickly. And it's just really been able to humble me um, to just how blessed we all are and how much they need us. Awesome. Well, honestly, I've been following you a lot. And (laughs) it's kind of inspiring, to be honest. I was just telling your mom that. Um, I don't know how you do it. (laughs) I don't either. I don't think I could do it, but I'm very proud of you, to be honest. Well, thank you. Thank you. Adoption has impacted my life. Um, Both my parents are actually adopted, so... um, I'm able to kind of see the family as a whole um, through the eyes of adoption through them. Um, and that has, that started my passion for adoption growing up because all my, you know, grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins, it made no difference that, you know, my parents were adopted. Um, so family has all, family through adoption has always been, you know, a big part of my family. Um, and now I work for DHS. Um, and so um, I've had different kids that I love a lot and care about a lot. And I've been able to um, see them get adopted and um, walk with them through the beginning of that journey too. So it's been really neat to get to be a part of that. So remember when I said that we would hear more from Christy later? Well, not only did we get to hear from Christy, but we also got to hear from the Northwest Arkansas director of Project Zero, Tiffany. They did a joint interview for me, and it was a crazy night, and I am just thrilled to death that they were able to take some time out and chat with me. All right, I am here with two amazing Project Zero ladies, including like the Project Zero lady, Christy Irwin, and this is like a really, really big honor because she is the reason we adopted pretty much her and her organization. So I want to ask Tiffany, who is the leader of the Northwest Arkansas branch of Project Zero, and she's putting on this event. So I want to ask both of them, first of all, what is Project Zero? And Tiffany, how does where does Northwest Arkansas come into that? How are we furthering that mission? Um, I think that we have so much opportunity here. We have a lot of businesses here. We have a lot of people moving into this area um, who don't know about Project Zero, who don't know about these kids. And I think it's important for us to be here just to build those relationships, to raise that awareness. Um, I think Northwest Arkansas can make a huge impact on the amount of kids that are waiting who need homes. It's just educating the people um, about this need and, and how they can help and what they can do. But we're extremely blessed here, and I think that that's a huge opportunity that we have. That's great. Okay, and so I'm going to ask you both this question, and we're going to zone in. So what is the big picture? How can people, not the, not the like actual groundwork, but how can people support Project Zero big picture-wise, whether it's funds, whether it's like hosting or something like that? So maybe, Christy, if you want to answer that one. Well, I think there's, there's several ways. I think one, and this, is, this may sound trite, but it's not, uh, it's prayer. Uh, we are fighting a battle, 
this has been a really rough week with mm. emotional battles with our waiting kids. And I, you know, it's just been a tough week. And so prayer is, is just a huge blessing. Two, getting involved with volunteering, whether it's at one of our events where you drive a child or where you come and you buddy up with them for that day. We're having all kinds of events, especially in central Arkansas, but we're beginning to, to duplicate those events in northwest Arkansas. So we'll mirror those on the same day. Um, and those are times when people can just get to know our waiting kids, that they are just kids in need of a family. Will it be more difficult maybe than a biological child? Yes, because our kids have suffered trauma through no fault of their own, and they're coming from a hard place. But, I mean, they're worth fighting for, and if we don't do it, who's going to do it? And I, I just can't tell you how many times I've just looked into one of their faces and just thought, you're the reason that we're doing this, and my goodness, we are going to find you a family. And uh, so I think that is another way. Obviously, financially, uh, the majority of our funds, we have very low overhead in that neither one of us have an office. <laughs> we work from home. We have one full-time person, me, and we have three very, very part-time people. Uh, and so we do that on purpose. Uh, so that we can invest uh, those funds into prom dresses for girls or North Face jackets or meeting a football player or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and so just getting there and, and getting to meet the kids, donating and praying, I think, are, are huge. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. And then, Tiffany, how can you be like the actual hands and feet of Project Zero? How can people like tangibly help? That's so a hard question um just get involved um I mean like Christy said there's so much that they could do we have so many events that people can come in and help with um and like I said earlier just those mentorship opportunities a lot of these kids especially these teen boys like they just really love that one-on-one time um, I've got to spend some time with some boys that were hard to pull away from the, the person that they were with that day um, because they just don't get that. And so um, I think one thing for me that's big in this area especially um, are the churches. Um, I think it's something that the churches really should be doing is really kind of um, coming together with organizations like Project Zero um, to really support these kids however that looks for the church. And and we don't ever ask for that financially from the church. It's just post our heart heart gallery, share our videos, you know, um, have informational meetings, whatever that looks like. But um, I have a really big heart for the church to kind of yes. come in and do more um, because I think that we're commanded to do that. You know, that's it's in God's word about 41 times. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I think you know we're seeing we're seeing the difference. Obviously, over yeah. the last over the last 10 years at least, maybe longer, uh, with the church getting involved and embracing that command. There's no condemnation in that command if you haven't been doing anything right. for the orphan or the widow. But it's just it is a challenge to the body of Christ. And I think one of the things we've seen uh, just today, I got to respond to a woman who was just talking about how sad it was that our 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 guy Raymond, who had been waiting in the heart gallery since 2009 for family and she was just bemoaning that back on our Facebook page and I got to share with her um, that as a result of his short film which we're learning that those short films are a powerful tool to give kids not just a voice but depth 
for people to be able to see them and hear them and know them. And Raymond has a family now. Wow. After waiting since 2009. And we're beginning to see that, um, you know, come, come to life as a result of letting them have their own voice and letting them tell their own story. Wow. And, and for photographers and um, filmmakers, how can they help Project Zero? We always need photographers. We, uh, we shoot uh, heart gallery photos all over the state. And so uh, some of the remotest areas are our hardest places. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helena is probably the one that sticks out the most because I'm always looking for somebody to go to Helena because it's way off. I don't even know where it is. We need photographers willing to take a road trip. (laughs) Take a road trip. (laughs) We did have one of ours from Central Arkansas say, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of seeing your your posts. I'm taking a road trip. Uh, But but we love that our photographers can use their own uh, talents and gifts to capture the hearts and personalities of our waiting kids. And we have seen the difference, just somebody snapping a picture and someone who knows what they're seeing through that lens mm-hmm. yeah. and the beauty that brings and the joy that brings and we're able to, to buy clothes for them and do those kinds of things because that's what you would do for your own child when they were going to a photo shoot and that's what we want to do for them and so jump in and get involved we are filmmakers we you know we're just starting that team and so we have a lead filmmaker that we work with that lives in New Orleans and he comes in and we do these blitzes and so we may be building that team as well wow so, that's awesome I think um, on top of the photographer need, um, another one is transportation. Yeah. Um, Getting these kids to and from events throughout the state is difficult sometimes. And it's sad when we can't get a kid to go somewhere. And so if we can even get people to come in and help with that, that's fantastic too. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Tiffany, I'm so excited to see what you have for us tonight. And I'm so thankful to you and Christy for stopping by for an interview. This is Thank such an you. honor. And Christy, I'm going to be on you to be like on a full-fledged episode soon. Oh, I'm there. Let's I do it. There. It's Anytime, like a phone call. It's easy. I am there. Let's do it. I love this. It's awesome. Thank you for Good. all you're doing, Alex. Thank, Thank you. you for all that you are doing. Thank you. If that's not enough to get you involved, I'm not sure what is. But just in case, how about we hear from all of the people I interviewed earlier about how they think you can get involved. Supporting agencies like Project Zero and The Call and anybody that you know that has adopted or been touched by adoption and support them in any way they need. Uh, Get involved. I mean, there's a lot of organizations here today. There's a lot of different ways to get involved, different levels of involvement. Um, obviously, biggest need, foster adoptive care, but whatever you can do. Hearing what they have to say and validating that, instead of trying to sweep under the rug some of the challenges that are faced. Through so many different ways. Um, a lot of people get scared and they think adoption, no, it's not for me, no, I can never foster. Um, and like Christy said one time, it's n- not everyone has to do everything but but everyone can do something um it could be um like right now we're trying to build mayfly project to come get a team here for fly fishing for mentoring these kids take them out fishing um so mentorship it could look as easy as a business or a church hosting the heart gallery and having that come in to put these faces in the churches show our videos share on social media i mean it looks so different to so many different people but it's not necessarily just about adopting a child you can even become a sponsor family for a child maybe one that's about to age out um you have time to just kind of mentor them and let them come spend the holidays with you that's huge um so it can look so many different ways it's not just a one-size-shoe-fits-all kind of a deal 
Um, you can support adoption by supporting um, families who are wanting to adopt um, through you know, encouraging them, praying with them um, through that decision and through that journey, um, supporting them through the application process if they're opening um, through adopting through foster care because that part gets you know, overwhelming th- uh, for people and um, the wait is um, challenging for people sometimes. So um, just being there for families through that to kind of keep their nerves down and um, keep guiding them through um, that journey too. And the wait, of course, you know, takes a while too. So um, being there um, and just encouraging them to stay on that path um, through that. I think doing events like this are really important. Uh, Megan, who, um, her husband, they invited us. She sent me a picture of all the pictures of the children that are in the in the room. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's that many children waiting Yeah, here in Arkansas? That's crazy. So I got to talk to a ton of adoptive families and a lot of support systems too. But at the end of the night, my very last interview, I got to talk to one really special person, and that was Randall. Now, we talked about Randall in episode two with Kelly Kraut. It's her independent living teen. So I was thrilled that I got to interview him as a part of this episode, and I can't wait for you to hear what he has to say, too. Okay. All right. So... um Randall, I hope you don't mind my saying, but we've talked about you on the podcast a little bit, even though you have not actually been a guest. Yeah. Not to put any pressure on you at all. But can I ask you a few questions? Yeah, that's fine. All right. So how, um, why are you here tonight? Um, actually, my mom and Brandy just invited me to be on the panel, so I figured I'd show up and answer some questions. You you know, no big deal. You figured you'd just come. That's cool. All right. So how has adoption impacted your life? Um, a lot. I mean, heck, I got a house and a car, met, got a new family and got out of the old situation I was in and turned my life around. So, I mean... No big deal, right? Around. Yeah, I mean, you know. That's awesome. <laughs> and how can we, how can the community support kids like you and support adoption in general? Um, honestly, there's like a ladder from what I hear of if you can't do this, then go do this. And if you can't do that, then you got to go do this. And then if you can't do that, then you can do this. So, man, I don't know how to explain. If you can't foster then adopt you can't adopt and educate you can't educate the donate so <laughs> that's hey all that's all a I good got. answer that's cool thank yep. you no problem thank you thank you for listening to the adoptive mom podcast i know this stuff is hard and i hope you found encouragement here remember you are enough and you're doing a great job god wants to be at the center of this journey and he is big enough to redeem all of our mistakes don't forget to check out show notes and other resources at the adoptive mom podcast.com. Thanks again for listening.